0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Alfonso Speaks and welcome to the Manifest Wrestling Podcast. For those of you who don't know, you know, we have different audiences merging here now. I am under contract with Believe Network to produce a pro wrestling podcast. If you don't know, I was training in pro wrestling for a few months, got some injuries, stepped out of the ring, and now have moved forward with different things. But during that time of moving forward with different things, Alfonso Speaks took off in a really, really big way, and I'm really excited about that. But I've decided to merge the two, to make the content together. Obviously, on this channel and on this podcast, we we focus on two separate things, right? On Alfonso Speaks, it's true crime and real conversation. And on Manifest Wrestling, well, it's about pro wrestling and everything going on in the world of pro wrestling. But sometimes those worlds do merge in a very authentic way. And today, December the 30th of 2023... Uh, they've merged in a very big way, and I'd love to talk about it. But before we get there, got to thank our sponsor, Kenichi Bear Headphones. Promo code ALFONSO, all caps, A-L-P-H-O-N-S-O. Use that promo code and get yourself 15% off of your next purchase of Hibernation 5C headphones. Make sure you guys take advantage of that today. But today's topic, for for those of you who are watching the video version of this podcast, you guys will see... In the background of my set, I have title belts strung on the walls. I have the classic uh, Attitude Era WWF title belt, and I have the classic WCW World Championship belt with the NWO logo spray-painted on it. And um, yeah, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I've been a huge wrestling fan since I was four. And sometimes, as you get older, you realize how much this industry that, you know, you loved and cherished is not really this fairy tale that uh, you thought it was as a child. You know, as a child, like, all these guys are superheroes to me. You know what I mean? They're all larger than life. They can do no wrong. You know, they might play a character on TV, and I believe it, but you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm thinking it, it stays in that world, you know, of television. They're portraying something. But then sometimes... Sometimes you have uh, things that come out that end up painting people in a completely different light than you would uh, than you would want. And one of those cases has happened today, December thirtieth of twenty twenty-three. Right before the new year, we have allegations coming out against against one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Y2J, Chris Jericho, and uh, he's being Compared to Harvey Weinstein and if you don't know who Harvey Weinstein is good for you, but also This is your introduction to who Harvey Weinstein is. He is a serial Sexual predator and he is in jail as a result. Um now From the sound of it of what Chris Jericho is accused of doing and again I want to make sure we are very very careful with our words here Okay Chris Jericho is accused of doing these things. He has not been charged, convicted, nothing's been proven, but we have to report on it. It's the news. It's out there. And it's directly related to pro wrestling, and it's directly related to what I like to talk about on this channel on Alfonso Speaks. So what I wanted to do was take a quick look through. I'm using Ringside News as one of my... uh, sources here they're a source that I personally trust um, gotten a lot of breaking news from this dirt sheet and uh, it's been pretty good so one of the things I want to look at right now is there was an article that I completely overlooked um, actually a few articles that I completely overlooked um you know earlier this week as early as as Christmas day uh, as you see here Chris Jericho explodes on Stephen P over Stephen P. New, who's a podcast host, over non-disclosure agreement claim. Now, obviously, some of these things I would just casually look over because I just I didn't understand, you know, what it could be related to. Now, apparently, this was related to um, the AEW Brawlout fiasco that involved the Young Bucks, Chris Jericho, and CM Punk. If you guys are not familiar with that, um, there was a Pay-per-view in Chicago, I believe. CM Punk was featured on that pay-per-view when he was a part of AEW. He won the world championship on that show. He either won it or defended it on that show. And um, because of his comments in the media scrum following the show, he ended up in an altercation with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Now, these are executive vice presidents of the... uh, you know, of the promotion. So this is like a really big deal. And, you know, definitely not something to take lightly. There was a lot of suspensions that came out of that, a lot of legal things that came out of that. And, um, you know, it was just, it was a big mess. It was a really bad PR look for AEW. So these NDAs, you know, I was assuming were simply all related to that situation and how they all signed NDAs. But there could be uh, more to these NDA things. And, and and obviously, Chris Jericho is facing a lot of bad PR right now. A lot of bad PR. A lot of people are calling him out over the non-disclosure agreements. And a lot of people are calling him out for something I would deem a little bit more serious than the non-disclosure agreements. And what that thing is, is a moment um, with former AEW star, Kylie Ray, so I'll read the article to you guys right now Uh, The title of the article, Chris Jericho, as you can see it on the screen, those of you watching the YouTube version Chris Jericho compared to Harvey Weinstein as terrible allegations surface, so Nick Hausman who is a podcast host, he hosts the Rumor and Innuendo podcast, uh, he spoke about Chris Jericho and he alluded to some things that Chris Jericho was allegedly involved in, now here's the thing Before we get started reading this quote from Nick Hausman, just to be clear, a lot of people have been calling out Nick Hausman for weaponizing the truth here. Because he had known this story for what seems to be a a long period of time. Like, Kylie Ray left the company a while ago. So, Nick Hausman has been sitting on this information, and a lot of people are calling him out because it seems like he did not really care about Kylie Ray at all. But he was involved in, like, some type of Twitter feud with Chris Jericho, and as a result, used this to weaponize, you know, to, to have some leverage over Chris Jericho in a, a Twitter spat, which is really distasteful, in my opinion. It, that's just me. But he says, one of the things that is so disconcerting to me about the universal praise that Chris Jericho receives, which he does receive a lot of universal praise for his longevity in his career and his ability to reinvent himself, he's an unbelievable performer, and I'm not going to deny the points that MJF made, MJF is, is the uh, AEW world champion, about the impact Chris had in the early days of AEW. But when you have that kind of clout and you have that kind of power, it's very important to use that responsibly. I agree. There are issues with Chris behind the scenes, where I know a lot of people who are hurt by Chris and his actions. You know it's very uncomfortable to me to see him lauded like he is and only having the focus on that because I do think there are a lot of questionable stories about Chris that will find their way out over time when people are ready to tell those stories that will cast him in a very different light. I mean, Harvey Weinstein won a lot of Oscars. Harvey Weinstein produced a lot of popular films. Harvey Weinstein is now in jail. I'm not saying that is happening to Chris, but the narrative can quickly turn if you're hiding a lot of skeletons in your closet. He goes on to say, Um, actually the, the, so he was, let me back up a little bit with, with that quote, you know, he's alluding to like, Hey, a lot of stuff is going to start coming out about Chris Jericho. And the fact that he chose to bring up Harvey Weinstein when discussing those things that are going to come out about Chris Jericho was like the first red flag. Like people were like, okay, that that's weird to bring up Harvey Weinstein and Chris Jericho. And you know, you never want to be compared even indirectly to somebody like, Harvey Weinstein. But uh, the ISO uh, wrestling account uh, then went on to uh, share an older tweet. And the tweet is basically this. We're going to go down so, you know, um, all of you can actually see. So here's the deal. You don't quit the hottest, the hottest feud going today without reason. That that was a typo. Chris Jericho is involved in one of the hottest feuds in AEW right now. You guys can hear my son in the background. Hey, man, he's a kid. He's a kid. He's part of the podcast. Uh, I have it from people in the know that Kylie was asked to go to Chris Jericho's room with the understanding that others would be there. When she got there, it was just him. He made a pass at her. No other details are given, and she freaked out. So, again, I want to make this very, very clear. These are allegations. These are allegations. Okay, Um, you know, always there on the side of caution with this thing. I don't see. Here's the thing that I want people to understand is that you don't have to just automatically take a side in a situation like this. That's where people get themselves into a lot of trouble. You automatically take a side. I'm not here to take a side. I'm just here to report on this topic. And discuss how prevalent this topic actually is in our world of professional wrestling, the world that we love so much. And, you know, I just think that it's important for us to know, and I want all my viewers to, like, really think about adopting this kind of mindset. It is important to wait till the facts come out. For anything. You, you, you're not, you not, like, you shouldn't just sit there and say, no, I don't believe the person that's coming forth with the claims, i don't believe them. And you should also not say, yes, i believe that this person did this automatically. It's it's kind of it's kind of irresponsible to do that in a lot of situations because in some situations it ends up not being what we thought it was in the first place and then in other situations it ends up that it's exactly what we thought. And there's nothing wrong with waiting until some facts come out in order to form an opinion. Like that's that should be the natural way of things. Like just wait until facts come out. But stop calling stop calling women liars. Stop saying that women are just out for money. Stop saying all these different things because you don't know. But also don't call somebody a predator until the facts are actually out. Now here's the thing when things start stacking up, right? Like in certain cases One person comes out against somebody and then more and more and more and more and more come out. And a lot of people raise eyebrows like, oh, why didn't you come out earlier? Why? Because they didn't feel like it was a safe space to come out. Because nobody wants to be the first one to come out when it's somebody of the stature of somebody like a Chris Jericho. They don't want to be the first one to actually say something. They don't want to be the first one to actually put their name on the line. right? They just want to just move forward, act like it didn't happen because... People, and again, not saying Chris Jericho did it, but I'm saying if he did, he would have the power to ruin a career. If somebody tried to come out against him and raise these allegations against him, he could get them blackballed from the industry because he's that well-connected and well-respected. Like That's why it always takes so long when you have people in power. And there's women in power that take advantage of, of men that are under them as well. This is not just a one... You know, a, this is not just a man on woman thing. This is a human on human thing that people do to each other. People take advantage of each other all the time. When they're in positions of power, higher stature, they will take advantage of that if they are that type of person. They will do that. Uh, but what I found interesting, what a lot of people have found interesting, is Kylie Ray has responded to that thread of tweets with the heart emoji, basically confirming on her end, yes, I support these stories um, of what happened to me. I endorse these stories of what happened to me. They are the truth, right? And that's what we're seeing with this. And now uh, you know, AEW has a big show tonight. We'll have to see exactly what happens. Uh, That one should be pretty much on the air now, but we'll have to see if Chris Jericho still is on the show, how the crowd reacts to him, and things of that nature. That'll be very interesting to see. But uh, Kylie Ray has gotten a lot of support on social media, and there's also been a lot of uh, hashtag Fire Jericho tweets. Again, I'm not going to engage in any of that because I don't know. I don't know Chris Jericho. I've never had an experience with Chris Jericho. I think it's very irresponsible for somebody with like a platform like mine to just jump to a conclusion. Do I have my eyebrow raised at Chris Jericho? Like, hmm, you're looking a little you know, suspicious here. Yes, I do. And if we continue to see more stories come out, my eyebrow will get even higher, right? And I'll start, like, actually wondering, hmm, okay, who is Chris Jericho, really? And, you know, a lot of people are starting to try to hold his politics against him. Like, oh, he he just, you know, he's a MAGA guy and this, that, and the third. Again, I don't really care about that. That, like, that's independent to me from this situation that has nothing to do with With taking advantage of someone sexually. I know Trump supporters in my personal life that do not take advantage of women sexually. So you don't automatically just become a sexual predator by voting for Donald Trump. That's not how that works. So I'm not going to sit here and lump those two things together. I think that's very irresponsible. But a very interesting story coming out about Chris Jericho. And now here's a video I want to show to you guys before we go to break is once we come back we're going to talk about a little bit about how uh you know maybe this is unfortunately super normal in this industry and like what we can do about it but uh, I want to show you guys a video real quick and you guys probably see it here this uh this is when Kylie Ray was released from AEW this is AEW owner Tony Khan speaking on the topic of kylie ray departing the company this is what he had to say about it and this was his body language and his tone when he was speaking on it as well
1: any update on the
0: status of kylie ray she's been a little bit absent lately. Uh, she's no longer with us uh we had so many things going into it, so many re- uh, announcements going into that role but uh she asked for a release and we granted it so uh this, it was, she, she called me and asked if uh she could be released from her contract and I mean, it was pretty simple i said yeah and i asked her if everything was okay and she said yeah she you know she's didn't want to be with the company anymore and we talked about it and it was very simple and so yeah she's she's a uh, not on our own seem stage. amicable super amicable. Okay. I, I, she's a very nice person now so pretty normal tone i guess i would say like the you know a lot of people a lot of body language experts are you know feeling a little bit different about that it is what it is that's fine but um i will say this i've also been reading a lot today about hey Kylie Rae is like left like six different companies, not just AEW. It's been like the five others. So I don't know. Again, there's like there's so many different facts that need to come out first before I can even form any other type of opinion. But it is kind of it is worrisome to me because we we just had a lot of these uh, a lot of these stories come out a couple of years back, if you guys remember, and uh, that's what we're gonna talk about when. We come back from our break. This is Alfonso Speaks presents Manifest Wrestling. And we will be right back with the second half of our show. Welcome back to Alfonso Speaks and welcome back to the Manifest Wrestling podcast. So I alluded to earlier before the break that. This is a little bit too normal in our industry, and it's a little bit worrisome that these allegations continue to come up and come up and come up. And I think about back in 2020, the hashtag Speaking Out movement that came out. And a lot of individuals backstage were accused of sexual misconduct. And I have the list right here, again, from Ringside News. Um... You know, each each name is linked to a source with more uh, information on what exactly was going on, what exactly they were accused of. But just here are the names: Jim Cornette, Matt Riddle, Velveteen Dream, Austin Theory, Darby Allen, Mike Quackenbush, Marty Skrill, Akaris, The Knight Family, Rich, Calta- Rich Catlado, David Starr, Dave Christ, Martin Zaki. Sammy Guevara, Rob Feinstein, ironic, Will Ospreay, Chino Baffareyes, Dan Math, Mark, Mark Haggerty, Kirk White, Aaron Epic, Russell Payne, Chasen Rance, which, ooh man, we gotta talk about that one. I almost went to a school. Jimmy Havoc, Trent Seven, Mark Paz Perry, Wolfgang, Dave Lagana, Jordan Devlin, Jack Gallagher, Joe Coffey, Kongo Kong, Scotty Davis, Justin Roberts, Bull James, Travis Banks, Lagero, Kendrick, Kaimari, James Ellsworth, and Joey Ryan. Way too many names, right? A lot of them to you wrestling fans are very uh, familiar, very recognizable names. And I think it's a bit of a problem when a list can be this long. You know, just a few of them that I know of. Uh, Matt Riddle was actually accused, again, a lot. Le- Allegations, nothing proven yet. But Matt Rule was accused of, um, I think, sexual assault by a couple of different women, not involved with WWE, but, um, you know, outside of the company. Velveteen Dream was accused of uh, contacting an underage, you know, person uh, in a sexual manner. Austin Theory, I believe that was sexual harassment. Uh, Darby Allin, has a long history with like Gigi Dolan that is not very good at all Uh, Sammy Guevara actually put out a tweet talking about how he wanted to R word Sasha Banks Uh, and that one was very weird he ended up uh, calling her to apologize she put out a tweet a statement saying that they had you know discussed everything and you know um, he had expressed his remorse and you know, apologized and, you know, vowed to be better. Haven't really heard anything from his direction ever since that. So, you know, hey, maybe a young, dumb mistake, you know, used bad wording there or something like that, but still very concerning. Um, and that that's just to name a few. So, uh, you know, when when we talk about, when we talk about, you know, Proper conduct in the workplace You know What is it about professional wrestling That really just makes These guys act out In the way that they are Like why can't they just relax And be professional It's, it's concerning to me uh, One of my closest friends Is a WWE Hall of Famer And he has expressed to me On multiple occasions He does not want His daughters Wrestling he does not want them in the professional wrestling industry because of how toxic the wrestling industry is towards women and i think that's pretty sad when you think about that and you say to yourself wow i can't even trust the wrestling industry to take care of my daughters and i'm a wwe hall of famer that's kind of that's kind of sad that's that's i think an indication of where the industry is and i hope that we do see a change in the future, but you know, again I I think um I think way too often people jump to conclusions and we're just not gonna do that here on Alfonso Speaks. We're gonna let this thing play out. We're gonna provide updates when they come. Obviously, this is not a good PR look for AEW. Last thing they need it right now with everything they got going on, by the way. Uh you know, declining attendance, declining ratings all that stuff like I really want to see them bounce back because the wrestling industry needs aew if you've been following this podcast for any period of time you know that I've been on record saying again and again the wrestling industry needs aew to succeed they can't have stuff like this and unfortunately this has been uh, it's been pretty common since aew launched now here's the thing as you know as human beings, Basically, it it really is our responsibility to ensure that we are feeding the right stuff into the, the generation that's coming up behind us. Because obviously in professional wrestling, a lot of the people in the industry today are being taught by the people that were in the industry before them. And the people in the industry before were like a very wild bunch backstage, like very, very inappropriate, especially towards the women that were backstage, there, there's so many stories, so many stories about women being mistreated backstage in WWE um, and, you know, from the top to the bottom, from Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis all the way down to Randy Orton, you know, in his early days, you know, fortunately, him, he's grown up, you know, he's matured over the years, he's gotten himself together and he'll tell you all about it, like, he doesn't shy away from that, so much respect to him for that, but you know, it, it it was the norm back then. It should not be acceptable to be any type of norm now. And, you know, I think as people in the wrestling industry, we should be cognizant of that. And we should uh, should really take that seriously because women's wrestling has come a long way. They've fought very hard to gain the respect that they have today. Main event at WrestleMania, all types of stuff. And that should not be, you know, that should not be trampled on by misconduct. And I mean, either way, right? You don't want to have women taking advantage of the men either, right? But we do know in most cases, it is the man taking advantage of the woman when it comes to this industry. But, you know, just to be fair, just to be fair, because I know a lot of men hate that when they, they're made out to be the bad guy, just because they were born as a man, right? Um, You know, it's, it's all of our responsibility, all as human beings to ensure that we are taking care of each other and showing each other the respect that we deserve. And um, for Chris Jericho's sake, I hope he's been living by that. Because if not, he might find himself in some really hot water. But that's all we got today for Alfonso Speaks and for Manifest Wrestling. I will see you guys in the next episode. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed, and I'll see you later. Peace.